Yeah. Now I got um, a weird uh, middle of the week. Kind of fucked me over for the rest of it. Like I cooked this amazing chicken and chorizo curry. Yeah. Slow cooked it for like eight hours. Oh yeah. And then when it was, it's oh, yeah, oh, yeah. <laughs> I'm not used to you putting effort into the food and stuff. I'd like it. I just have just been lazy. But this time when it was cooked, all the I used like six bulbs of garlic right yes yeah. fuck it um but when it was cooked it was blue <laughs> <laughs> just turned bluey green so i was Did you like put red onion in it no oh. literally the, the garlic cloves that i had is it you mash them i can't remember uh mince i guess the, the crush you have a garlic press yeah yeah, or yeah. Whatever, whatever minced yeah um that had literally gone from garlic to green garlic <laughs> so i was like well that doesn't look very good yeah, uh, and it didn't smell bad, but like I was, like, I'm just not going to eat that. I don't want to get sick, <laughs> so uh, so I just have to have a. I'll take away then because it was late by that point. Uh, the, my regular curry house was closed, so I ordered from my secondary curry house. Yeah, that curry made me sick. <laughs> <laughs> my efforts of not poisoning myself, I decided to poison myself. Yeah. <laughs> and yeah, it's not not like serious food poisoning, but it was just like this is I've eaten something dodgy. Yeah, so just vomit a few times and a okay, but it just fucked up my whole body clock. Because oh. <laughs> <laughs> it was just like the thing with a sleep apnea machine is you breathe out into it, but you also breathe in, so it creates a vacuum, kind of absorbing yeah. like that thing from Ghostbusters, that little box they throw down, just absorbing sick vomit breath. <laughs> <laughs> and then just circling, circulating that through your entire existence for like however long you sleep. Right. And then you forget and then the next day you turn it on and it's just like dormant gust of, <laughs> of vomit. So, and I'm lazy. I'm just like, I'll just get through this. But it just affects me, affecting my sleep pattern. Like the fucking, yeah, I went to bed at 10 a.m., 11 a.m. this morning. Yeah. It's now 12, well, 1. And I was, I'm just like, right, I just need to fucking wire through the day <laughs> yeah. so that i'm alive um at normal times but that was a fun middle of the week for me so, uh, productive yeah <laughs> just getting into whenever i start to get my life together Something there's so much motivation roadblock. well there's that but there's also this, this there's this desperation just to kind of burn it all to the ground because last week it was like oh yeah i'm intense go i'm in the gym go do this go and do that yeah yeah how's everything going now it's just like well I ate something and now I'm dead and now everything's just kind of disorganized. So I didn't go to the gym at all last week, apart from my personal trainer session, which I nearly fainted in again. Mm. I went from fainting to being fine to yeah. nearly fainting again. Yeah. So it's yeah, give and take in it. I'd say probably between sleep and diet and, um, and, and <laughs> Vomit. vomiting and, and, um, and picking up like, cigarettes now and again yeah. <laughs> well <laughs> i found the exercises i don't it might just be the exercise that i was doing with the guy because it was circuit training again but it was kind of like the exercise was like helping your friend move house <laughs> like <laughs> moving things from one place to another yeah like medicine balls and Car throw a medicine ball right yeah um drag a boxing bag right yeah like that's tied to a rope then there was like just a box with some weights on it just push that and then like just do some weights so it's just it was, it was just like moving someone's coffee table <laughs> every now and then oh for god's sake can't anyone look after themselves <laughs> take it take a break every hour just sit in the back of a truck <laughs> <laughs> but yeah so yeah it's been a, a i feel bit like of... you should like you should just be doing weights <laughs> i'm going to <laughs> I made. I planned it all out and stuff. So I know cardio so now, is important, and it's good. It's important to have a good level of cardio. Well, and stuff, I'm fainting. If so you could do it without, like, it seems weights would be a very good way to lose weight without dying at this point, and then you can get yeah. cardio later on. Well, the cut the current plan, but it won't like fuck your knees tomorrow, and just destroy you. Yeah. Well, the current plan is tomorrow to, to get back into weights because I think that. It's just, I know that if I start doing weights, I'll just get into the whole, well, I have to do this like twice a day every day. Yeah. And then I'll just crash out shortly. Yeah. So I think if I'm just going to do like a light three day a week uh, programmer, they'll just be like, just, I, I'm going to try and get into the gym every day again, basically. Yeah. It's just a case of how much volume I do. That's all I'm doing at the minute. It's like yeah. th weights three times a week and just swimming 
every morning when I'm not doing weights. Like that's, yeah. that's it. Well, so, yeah, it's if I can get into swimming every day and do it. The thing is the addiction to isolation has slowly started to fade. So like it's quite nice now. Whereas like there was kind of like a oh, just stay in and do shit. Being with other people is a pain in the ass and just kind of. But yeah, but there's more of an aspect towards. I think I can kind of go out and do things and and and, and do things more. Yeah. So yeah, I think weights I could do it before. It was just like trying to get yeah, get, trying to get cardio sorted and trying to just get healthier. Yeah. And, yeah, if I can just do that as well as just start weightlifting again, that'd just be pretty cool and see how that goes. But that's the plan. I, 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 <laughs> but then I tr- didn't eat a poisoned curry and ended yeah. up eating a different poisoned curry. Well, it, yeah, it's fine. But it's n- at least it's not a roadblock, like a mental roadblock. It's like, no, I physically can't do it. Like, I'll cover everybody in vomit and, and I, I, everything would be completely fucked. It's not yeah. like you've been like, oh, I could, but I'm just going to sit here instead. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, yeah, there's definitely, if I've decided that I'm going to go to the gym and that, that, that kind of resistance has gotten a bit easier. Yeah. I did my first, like, early morning gym the other day. Mm. I do, I'd been doing early morning swimming for ages just because it's, like, it's really nice and really easy to just jump in in the morning. Like, yes, yeah, that's the best great. way to start the day. But weights is a very... Is, is is like seemed like a very different animal to get up and exert that much energy at like an hour after you've woken up it's just like this is fucking mental but it was actually pretty good just because the whole place was fucking deserted it's mm. empty so like you can do like a full you can do supersets on fucking everything because no one's using any of the other machines so you can mm. just hop from one to the other and back and back and back it's, it's, it's really good um but yeah so i woke up at like half five and had a flask of porridge and it's like I'd, I'd make like overnight oats the night before just so I don't have to think about breakfast you just put the oats and put the milk on and shove it in the fridge and that's it that's um, with like this tablespoon of peanut butter and the honey the peanut and butter and the honey and the protein powder as well raisins yeah. uh, no no raisins no raisins yeah. just extra yeah. peanut butter yeah <laughs> the peanut butter is the weird one for me this peanut butter and porridge just need, sounds strange it's, it, yeah, it's but weird, I'm not a big peanut it, butter person yeah that's the thing if you don't like peanut butter then it's it's pointless but like it's it's kind of it's like it's because you got the honey as well. It's kind of like having a Snickers without without the chocolate. It's 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 quite nice. Um, but best way to start the day. Yeah, yeah. But so I, I shredded Snickers. <laughs> so I had the oats, and then within the next hour, I was in the gym, and like afterwards, I was nearly sick because my body's just not used to doing that shit. But it's, mm. like I think looking back, it would be like no, I could kind of get used to this. I think like just getting up early and and, because then you haven't got that thing after work where you're just like and now i've got to go to the gym and there's my evening gone like it's 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 it's, uh it's better this way i think yeah it's definitely if you start your day right if you start your day doing everything you hoped to accomplish that day yeah then it does take the the stress off the rest of the day of being like oh oh actually i'll sod off the gym tonight so now i've already been i can just kind of (laughs) do something else yeah the only issue with it is like Oh, I was getting up at half five and it was the, it was Friday. So I was like, well, I need to, we're going out tonight. Like to, we went into yeah, Manchester yeah. that night. So I was up from like half five until about one o'clock. So I was fucking shredded by the end of the day. I was absolutely yeah. mad. I, 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 cause I did that for a while of waking up at like five in the morning and yeah. walking the dog and doing that kind of stuff. But then if I went to go see a comedy show, like everything would just be fucked. So I think I've been yeah. like, I think recently I've also decided like, the latest I'll awaken is 10 a.m. Yeah. And then if I've woken up at 10, that means I could probably go to bed at four the last day and still be okay. Yeah. So I've been like, oh, that means I can then schedule taking my medication and <laughs> schedule my life. Yeah. Schedule doing things. adulthood. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Just plan stuff out. <laughs> but uh, yes, local sleeping pattern's been, a, been weird. I mean, I tried to fix it yesterday. I tried to, I was like, um, decided to go out yesterday because I'm... Um, Met some new people. They're all like, "Well, I, I I'm just getting old. Like, not even getting old, but just m- maturing into another phase where the l- previous phase looks horrific." <laughs> I mean, like, you had your th- have we talked about your thirtieth? No, no, no. Yeah, like that was weird because everyone went to bed at like one or two. Yeah, and when I say everyone. I mean, like people who were usually up till eight a.m. That's just it. Like, I tapped out at like quarter. Th- yeah, but like Greg Sports went to three. bed. Yeah, like I've never known. I mean, he's had like a second kid now, so like, yeah, maybe that's it's a whole the thing. thing. <laughs> like Greg's on. Greg got two kids. The last time 
we had a big fire. I don't think he had any kids. Or he might have I had, he had one. one. Yeah. And like and even the then two's just put the nail imagine in. he was shattered and it's yeah it's just it's just the habits you get into because mm. he'll have been up since like six or seven yeah but it was just it was just weird it was a lot more you know relaxed and chilled and stuff like that yeah. and i think everyone's just kind of got into that phase so like i was making plans yesterday it was like 11 o'clock at night but like oh we should go into stoke and you know find some women and i'm just like fuck it like you want to meet Stoke women? Who are your new friends? <laughs> do they know the area? <laughs> it was just, like, it was like, you can do, but like, I don't really want to talk to Stoke women, to be honest. <laughs> I'm, I'm kind of done with that for right now. I'm not f- fancy yeah. that right now. It's kind no. of like a, 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 a green garlic buffet yeah. of pain. And they were like, oh yeah, but Freshers started last year, last week. Oh great. It's so like, Freshers? Grim. You want to talk to teenagers? Oh. <laughs> anything more irritating i can't That's, imagine anything worse can you i just it, not to sound that is just a music but <laughs> can you imagine talking to a 19 year old oh no it's like it's not, it's not even like we're not even that much older but just <clears throat> i can't imagine that being a good time at all no no because it's <laughs> like well I know, like, the annoying thing about being that age, because I was the same way, is that you're bec- you're becoming yourself, you're just kind of coming into your own and everything, but only barely, yeah. but barely enough to make you believe you are a truly profound human being, and that you've got so much important stuff to say, and you just haven't. I had nothing <laughs> worth saying when I was 18, 19. Yeah, wasn't well, that just breaking down the evening, like, it was 11 o'clock at night, so it was like, oh, you know... Maybe we'll go to Walkabout or some horrible Ugh. bar. But then you're like, no, because Walkabout's like probably pre-drinks. And then they've gone on to like Reflex. Yeah. To dance to 80s music. And I'm Fuck like, that. I'm not doing it. <laughs> no. <laughs> no. And it's not because like, it's just because the whole, uh, the whole goal of that is to socialize and sexualize and stuff like that eventually. And I just, anyone who's doing that is just not on my menu. It's just, yeah, no. <laughs> like, the only thing I, could, I think I could still kind of bear to do would be to go to the Rock and Metal Nights. And that's just yeah, because, yeah. well, A, I can, I can dig the music. Mm. B, everybody there will be people I've known for years. Not known, mm. known, but that have been in the scene for years because it's not one that's attracting kids or anything. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like, it's, like, if I go there now, there'll be people there that were there 10 years ago when we used to go when we were at uni. Yeah. Like and, well, that, and, yeah, and, that, and that was, my point was like, well, then you'll only be Stokies there. There's yeah. only be no freshers at no. the metal nights that we know. It took me a year to find a metal club, and another year to find the other metal club. <laughs> <laughs> and you knew the area, <laughs> so yeah. it wasn't like, oh, I just didn't know anybody. It was like, no, we just didn't really look. Just, no, no. So I'll just stay on, stay on campus and do stuff. But. So, uh, so I was just like, let's just get out of the house and chill. So let's go to the casino. Oh, great. So just like, we're just, yeah. Oh, ace. Just like, ah, oh, it's, it's, it's open. It's going to be quiet. <laughs> is that, is, is that all it comes to now? <laughs> well, it was 11 it o'clock open? at night. It was like, it was yeah. like, <laughs> I can't go to a bar. It's like, ah, no. It's fucking somewhere quiet to chill. Sit just next to, to this house. Chinese man while he, while he gambles his house. <laughs> He's having about as much fun as I am. But there was, this, we, we, I was, we were getting into this big discussion and it turned into a Nick discussion of just like, <laughs> Talking about it, from what I've been told from the outside, it sounded like an intellectual discussion, but it was literally me just going like, "No." Right? <laughs> but uh, we were talking about something non, like, not really relevant. But this guy, this guy comes up, puts two pints of no, two rum and cokes down on the table, and just sits down. It's completely on his own. He's like, oh, hey, man, how's it going? He's like, "Yeah, it's good." You guys sound like you're having like a really intellectual conversation, so I really like to. He was wasted. He was just like, yeah. I was going to watch it like a ping pong game. Just like, I was like, all right, okay. So we start talking and then he just leans in. And he goes, you know, I don't want to bring the mood down or anything, but my grandma is dying tonight. <laughs> and here you are. <laughs> which is, which is a, such a great sentence because like, it sounds so deliberate. Yeah. Like, no, she is dying tonight. I've had yeah. enough. Yeah, <laughs> it's not like she's on her last legs and she might pass. <laughs> <laughs> go home and murder. Her. Yeah. 
and I, I, my, my, my brain, in, I was stone sober anyway, because driving stuff, but I was like, oh, so what, you're euthanizing your nan tonight or something? And he was like, no, she's just gotten really ill, and yeah, doctors just said, now. Yeah. So I came in, <laughs> and they'd started asking for advice. It was like, you know, I hate the bitch, yeah. but my mum loves her, so what do I do? I said, well, just, you know, just be there for your mum. Yeah. You know, you don't, don't, yeah, but I want to tell my mum I told you so when she dies. It's like, well, well, then you don't, that's, <laughs> to, to, to put your feelings aside and you look after what? your mum in this situation. Tell you, I told you she'd die. <laughs> exactly. What is it to prove I think, in that I think, moment? Uh, I think, like, they were estranged, the nan and the mum. Right. And they recently got, like, unestranged and then she's dead. <laughs> so he's like, you shouldn't have gotten to know her again because she's just going to die, isn't it? You could say that about yeah. anybody. <laughs> That's a baby. Yeah. But then he kept on trying to get like conversations going. Uh, I started, so what do you do referring to me? I said, well, I'm a professional clown. <laughs> so like, uh, I was saying like how I'm part of a circus troupe and yeah. I was trying to entertain myself. So yeah. Like, yeah, I went to a juggling university and like, we're looking for an elephant. You try finding an elephant in Stoke. Then <laughs> <laughs> he was like, I can dress up as an elephant. It's like, nah, you don't get it. You haven't trained. <laughs> It's an elephant for this long. <laughs> um, but yeah, the night kind of carries on. He's, tr- he's trying to get into conversations. We have random chats and whatever. Um, do a little bit of gambling because I got, I wanted to leave the social situation, be like, oh, I need to go lose some money. I need to go gamble. Yeah, <laughs> just 20 to get quid. Away Can from you, you pull me out of this instance, please? <laughs> um, but I mean, yeah, very small amount, but yeah, <laughs> and left. And as we're leaving, uh, we're kind of laughing at the situation about, oh, you know, he said his nan was going to die tonight. Um, and he comes out running out of the casino and, he, and like walking up to the car. I was like, oh, he probably just wants a lift home or something. It's like, he said he was leaving in a second anyway. And he goes, just what, just thank you guys for listening. Thanks for your advice and, and all that kind of stuff. Uh, she died at 945. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Yeah. Let's go. Yeah. <laughs> Excellent. Aces. <laughs> like, like, so we arrived at the the casino at like 1am. Yeah. So <laughs> she's already been dead for four hours. Yeah. And he didn't know. He was just drinking rum and cokes in oh, a casino. God. <laughs> complaining about his wife and kid. <laughs> and now he runs like a, like a tiling business that he doesn't like anyone who works for him. <laughs> Just avoiding his dead nan. <laughs> and then just felt, oh, the, I got a text. She died at nine. Those guys don't know. <laughs> right outside. By the way, she died at 9.48. Okay, fair enough. Oh, God. Just to fucking, yeah, went Stoke. there. <laughs> exactly. But that, that, to me, was way more enjoyable than talking to freshers in some, in some way or talking to random... Stokey's in the hopes of <laughs> engaging in something. Yeah. It was literally someone came down and sat at our table, avoiding death. <laughs> ah, fair enough. It's just an everyday occurrence. That's <laughs> why people go to casinos, I guess. Yeah. Um, anyway, on to articles. Um, I just, I just love this article. Uh, it, it's, it's so, sounds so false, but it, it's true. Um, in Manchester, paedophiles are setting up fake social media accounts pretending to be chicken nuggets. (laughs) 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 Pretending to be chicken nuggets or ice cream in order to lure primary school kids. (laughs) So these kids are getting like a friend request from mint choc chip. Yeah. Bill Nugget. (laughs) (laughs) And they're like, I love chicken nuggets. Here's all the photos from my school disco that you now have access to. Just just loads of nuggets. There's me. (laughs) (laughs) It's my friends. But yeah, they're just adding these kids on Facebook and the kids are like, of course I'm friends with chocolate ice cream. (laughs) I'll accept that. Uh, One sex offender even enticed teenage students to accept his friend request by pretending to be a road. (laughs) Uh, I'm the B5077. (laughs) Will you be my friend? (laughs) I know that road. (laughs) 
I'll give him all of my personal information. <laughs> uh, it was this road outside of their secondary school. <laughs> so, <laughs> which is kind of like, um, which is kind of intelligent. I mean, you know, the kids are stupid as fuck if they're making friends with roads. Because why would you? But they're kids. They haven't been taught. They've been taught to befriend everyone so that you can start your social media career. <laughs> <laughs> I heard they're putting road really, like, uh, road bumps on the road outside. Did you see a Twitter feed last night? Like, <laughs> fucking mental. An absolute meltdown. <laughs> Slept with a policeman or something. <laughs> <laughs> um. Anyway, the road tried to persuade a primary school girl to lip sync to a song in her underwear. Now, that's where you've got to kind of be like, listen, road, <laughs> I, don't know, I don't know what you want from this relationship. <laughs> Mum, road's telling me to get naked. <laughs> do what it says, it works for the government. <laughs> do, they, do they trace it back to the guy or do the police go to arrest the road? <laughs> Stop it! Yeah. And don't do it. Okay, <laughs> we've come to commandeer all your IT equipment. <laughs> Searching the drains. <laughs> oh, where is it? But you got to think like at that because that means the a, a, a chicken nugget is talking to you <laughs> and giving you music advice. Yeah, and to be like if. <laughs> you're a child that believes you're talking to a chicken nugget i think your parents have got more to answer for than the pedophile <laughs> there's no red flag like the pedophile was never made any bones about what he was like the, the parents pretended to be educators their whole lives because apparently they're fucking not because you can't befriend a nugget <laughs> and then it must have all their data like chicken nugget address <laughs> email yeah. <laughs> um, social media safety expert and forensic psychologist, Dr. Maureen Griffin, it's weird <laughs> job titles, said despite the, su- the success of stranger danger initiatives, warped offenders have come up with new and novel ways to gain access stranger to children's danger. information. Yeah, well, I know the road. <laughs> I, know, I know the nugget. I've never been betrayed by a chicken nugget. No. <laughs> <laughs> never let me down. Uh, the experts said that on a daily basis, children and teens are looking for approval and validation from roads. And fast food. <laughs> <laughs> uh, seeking likes, and it is worrying when it is left unchecked. <laughs> I, put, I put a selfie up. Not many people liked it, but, um, I don't know, vanilla ice cream liked it. So <laughs> I guess I feel better. <laughs> I wouldn't. Well, the thing is, you probably would accept a friend request from. You do it for a, a scenic at this age. Thing. You do it for a laugh, yeah, right? Or because you wouldn't suspect that it's a paedophile, maybe. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you'd be like, oh, it's probably just some. It's probably one of those good, wholesome roads. Yeah, it didn't look like a paedophile. <laughs> Works for McDonald's. I mean, yeah. you can't. You can't yeah. Looks like a carefully planned row of asphalt surrounded by houses. Like, <laughs> yeah. It knew when to draw the line. Yeah. It did it down the middle. Yeah. <laughs> now <gaps> again. Now <laughs> yeah. Well, but, well irrigated. You know. <laughs> but it's just, it's just a weird, it's just a weird new environment. I guess you have to raise your kids in. Like, yeah. not only do you have to look both ways when you cross the road, just you know, have a alibi and a. And an escort, so that if you if you were to cross that road, you know that road can't seek vengeance and you know take photographs and skin you alive. <laughs> Do you think it lowers the house prices? <laughs> <laughs> like, oh no, the road's a paedophile. Being adjacent to a paedophile, yeah, a paedophile road. <laughs> yeah, every time, every time a mini. Cooper drives over. He's like, oh, Mini Cooper. Another speed bump appears. Yeah. This beautiful property <laughs> is, uh, joins on to the local mile-long paedophile. <laughs> One of the longest paedophiles <laughs> in the world. <laughs> Well-maintained. Jet sprayed. Yeah. Any pothole found is uh, usually, found, usually filled in along with the body of the local child. <laughs> Uh, 
So yeah, don't trust your roads, people. No. And second, guess those chicken nuggets if they want to be your friend. <laughs> the next one's a short one that I, did, I found quite funny. Um, a group of hikers on England's highest mountain got really high on weed and called Mountain Rescue. <laughs> like, oh no, we're high and we're high. <laughs> Help! Yeah. We need someone else that's high. <laughs> we're too high to be this high. Yeah. And people were pissed. People like are furious because Mountain Rescue is always... It's really weird because people really shit on people who need to be rescued from a mountain. Yeah. Because I think people think like, just don't go up the mountain then, you dick. If you need a helicopter, don't walk up a mountain. It's people underestimating it because yeah. it's like, well, they're just like, well, it's just a big hill. Yeah. And in some instances, yeah, a small mountain is a big hill. But like a bigger mountain is not. Like that's that can be fucking treacherous. And oftentimes it's much more difficult getting down than it is getting up. Yeah, we're just, yeah, people just getting lost and yeah. people panicking. And, and not just that, but they'll go up ill-prepared. They'll be like, well, it's, it's a nice day, but at the top it's fucking Baltic, like freezing yeah. cold. And they'll, be, and they'll go up in shorts and trainers and be like, oh, we'll go up and have a picnic on top of the mountain. <laughs> <laughs> and then, yeah, and then to top that Don't off... Worry, I'm bringing my friend's chicken nugget. <laughs> <laughs> and the road. <laughs> Sounds like a radio show. Chicken nugget and the road. <laughs> Uh, yeah, but yeah, they called Baton Rescue, and people were like, "Oh, they should have had to pay a fine." What? Like, if it's uh, if it's if it's a stupid reason why you need it, and in this case, I think it's if you got too if you took too much drugs, and you therefore you had to call Mountain Rescue, yeah. then they're like, you should pay for the helicopter ride or something. I kind of don't disagree with that, no. but um, at the same time, was there anybody else to be rescued? Like, did they prevent? Well, yeah, but it, it, still, that costs a lot of money and it does. Time. And it, it's isn't isn't mountain rescue like coast guard? Like, it's voluntary. I think so. Yeah. So it's not it's not funded by anything. It's just a voluntary thing. <laughs> yeah, but I don't think it's like on a case by case basis. <laughs> These people are trapped. Why? <laughs> <laughs> well, they well they smoke too much weed. I'm not coming. Yeah, no. I think like it's like no, you've you signed to up go. for today, so you, you have to go. Yeah, you have to go. Like, there's someone stuck on a mountain. That's your job to get them off the mountain. <laughs> it's not even your job; it's your hobby. Your hobby. Yeah, <laughs> it's all you like to do in your spare time. So don't complain. Yeah, go pick up that road. Yeah, and uh, and and his friends. And like, yeah, realistically, you fly up in a helicopter, land if you can. If not, throw a ladder down, and pick them up, and that's it. Like, because then it's not like they needed medical assistance or anything they were just stuck it's like a guy stuck on a roof you'd that'd still call the fire brigade yeah. and be like can you come and get me down on my roof please but that'd be harsh if you got rescued by like the helicopter flying overhead throwing down a ladder the next day you get a friend request from the ladder <laughs> turns out the ladder's a pedophile <laughs> dude I trusted you <laughs> ladder with a really strong foot fetish and you, <laughs> and you climbed all Which over. Which is convenient for friends. Friends. Yeah. <laughs> I was getting really mixed messages. <laughs> uh, in other news, the Queen has been notified about the death of Lance Corporal Schenkin III. Okay. Right. Why wasn't I notified? Because <laughs> you're not important enough to know about oh. this. Lance Corporal Schenkin III, a Kashmiri from the Royal Herd at the Great Orm in Landudno. Yeah. Um, is a regimental goat. He's <laughs> <laughs> a lance corporal. <laughs> that just makes me laugh that there's people who are just like subordinates to this seven-year-old dead goat. <laughs> like, thanks. Thanks a lot. No, but you know, he goes to rugby matches and stuff. So yeah, but I'm putting my life on the line. I'm a private. Like, you have, they have to match salary, don't they? You can't, like, there must be a salary for a private and a sergeant and whatever. So that you reckon they pay the goat? They have to, yeah. They're, they're doing public appearances. Like, admittedly, it probably all gets spent on whatever goats eat, <laughs> which is everything. Maybe, but like, I, I, but do you, do you pay the dogs in, like, a canine unit? It's, you do in some form, I guess, in terms of veterinary stuff and They're essentially communists. Dog communists. <laughs> yeah, because... You, you, your, your pay is you get to live. We feed you, we house you, but you no. don't have anything for yourself. You work for the state. Well, I guess like the dog handler 
gets because like they have specific handlers, don't they? And they probably get paid extra for the dog. Yeah. So you just kind of like it's like when you're a child actor, you know, all your <laughs> all your money goes to goes your to your parents, parents and you're like, yeah. why are you divorcing? Like, yeah, <laughs> you're losing all my money. Yeah. <laughs> but I, I want to know. Well, I don't really care what the goat did to gr- get those ranks because I don't think people would take a goat less serious. Well, maybe they would. Like, you have to take this goat seriously. It's a lance corporal. <laughs> you have to salute it. You have to. It's an army. <laughs> Imagine being in the graduating class. And you're just like, oh, there's only only very select candidates get through. And only two made it this year. This you. <laughs> yeah, one of them was killed by a goat. this guy. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, <laughs> you're really selective. Got a bar fight with a ghost. <laughs> so glad I gave up 10 years of my life for this. To progress through the ranks and graduate with a long-haired Persian or whatever the fuck this is. You will respect your superior commanders. <laughs> Whoa! <laughs> you salute the badge, not the man or the goat. <laughs> that goat just saluted. <laughs> that goat just landed a Harrier jet. <laughs> Took in Top Gun of goats. Um, on a similar note, um, in Germany... A donkey um, is in, and his owner is now in court after confusing an orange-coloured supercar for a carrot. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so there's just this, like, I think it's called vo- Volcano Orange. Yeah. This this bright red, bright orange supercar or whatever. And yeah. it's got eaten by a donkey. <laughs> <laughs> this is a carrot, right? Yeah. yeah sure. <laughs> Too fucking much away. <laughs> Uh, the donkey's owner was ordered to pay £5,000 in compensation to the driver of the pricey McLaren sports car after it chomped on the back of it. But what I like is Mr. Zahn, who's the owner of the car, was philosophical about the incident, explaining the donkey probably thought the car was like a carrot on wheels. I'm not mad. Just <laughs> <laughs> started relating. Like, if I was a donkey and I saw a carrot on wheels, I'd probably bite it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'm not mad. It's in the donkey's nature. Donkeys will eat orange cars. It's just yeah. how it is. Makes perfect sense. <laughs> yeah, he's got a Facebook account, not a pedophile. <laughs> it's fine. <laughs> I was a lot shorter than I remember it being, but yeah, it just made me laugh. Um, in other news, there's a. This is from 2014, but I thought it was interesting. Um, a man has been fined for pretending to be a ghost in a cemetery. <laughs> <laughs> so when I first read that, I thought it was going to be some grand, like he's got a sheet over his head, a dark, he goes, but it turns out he was just kicking a football against a gravestone while someone was being buried or people were mourning nearby. He saw them. And I think the phrasing is he leant back and went, He's trying to be a ghost. <laughs> Call the police. <laughs> I'm grieving. <laughs> they didn't charge him for damage to property from like kicking a gravestone, but they were like, "Don't mock the undead <laughs> without without any costume and just a noise. Don't do that." Yeah, <laughs> that, that's not right. We've had too many incidents of ghostly paedophiles in the area. <laughs> Just bringing up bad memories. <laughs> the witnesses reported the group engaging in rowdy behaviour and one of them throwing their arms in the air and saying, Woo! <laughs> Stop it, ghosts. Um, Stallard of South Sea, Hampshire. Um, I assume that's where this is. They fined him £35 and ordered him to pay £20 to the victims. <laughs> Just 20 quid. Don't be a ghost. 20 quid will deal with <laughs> Uh, the defending lawyer said uh, the plaintiff or whatever has accepted that his behaviour, if he had been outside of a cemetery, would not have been inappropriate. So it would have been fine if he didn't do it next to the grieving. But inside of a cemetery, while people are grieving for their loved ones, it might be taken the wrong way. <laughs> Contextual offence. So was he just being a... So he just walked up to them and pretended to be a ghost. From a distance. No, he just oh, right. made, made eye contact from across the graveyard. And was like... 
it is a weird choice. <laughs> it's just weirder that it, 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 to do that, you just need to pay 35 quid. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's just like, it's just a weird uh, prospect. It's like being a mayor in hell. Like, just very small amount, nominal fee, maximum entertainment. <laughs> you can mock them and their pain. Yeah. But you also have to give them 20 quid and pay the government 35. Everyone's got a just win do it on their spot. <laughs> on the spot ghost fight. Ghost just gave me 20 quid. <laughs> <laughs> It's what, it's what my dead family member would have wanted. Um, this I find funny, but I don't think it is. This is very much just a weird Nick finds this funny, and I don't understand. Well, well, an anonymous mother has has admitted that she hates her third child and wishes that he would die in his sleep. Oh, <laughs> just openly like on a website. By the way, I hate my third child. We didn't plan for him, and when I discovered it was too late, so now I just actively hate it. Oh. It's just so, it's so surreal. She's definitely not like how how old? I think it's uh, eighteen months at the moment. And well, she explained that she loves her two daughters, aged six and eight, and yet is unable to find any affection for her son, who is the youngest. This just sounds like postnatal. I honestly hated him for the first eighteen months of his life. <laughs> It sounds like just sounds like postnatal depression. Well, that's what I think the article is mainly about because it does say that. Oh, maybe she's got yeah that, and you know, if you need any more information, contact post, these. Post, I can't remember, but yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, when the mother noted that she doesn't want to come across as ungrateful, you know, because <laughs> she hates her child, um, to ungrateful to parents who've lost a child, she admitted that she and her husband both had moments of thinking. That their lives would be easier if their son didn't exist. <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> Alright, well, there's no excuse for the husband, really. But, <laughs> just, be, but in, in, it, when, you, when you break that down, from the husband's perspective, that doesn't mean I'd rather he wasn't here. That, like, because your life would be easier if you didn't have a dog. <laughs> right well, yeah, I, I see what you're saying like, it would be used... easier it wouldn't be necessarily be better no no right? no but your yeah. life would be easier if you didn't have a dog but that doesn't yeah. mean you want to get rid of the dog it doesn't mean you don't like the dog oh, like, well, you have I... to accept that life would be easier right? hold that thought because my husband and I both had a period where if he had died in his sleep we would have been relieved oh right <laughs> okay <laughs> I went for as long as I could <laughs> along that road but... <laughs> king me <laughs> Oh, okay, fair enough. <laughs> but that's just... Like, and then, yeah, it's possible that the anonymous mother might be suffering from postnatal depression, which affects one in ten and women. And the father's just a dick. <laughs> <laughs> the father's just, like, whipped. Do yeah, you just like, yeah. No, yeah, you do. Yeah, 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 I do. Yeah. yeah, I'm with you. Fight the power, honey. <laughs> it was on the internet. Like, <laughs> so not only does this kid have to be told to beware the chicken nugget online... <laughs> Threats also has to be like, don't read what your mother's written about no. you. Online. <laughs> it's anonymous, so I'll never know. <laughs> yeah, but technology's going to improve, isn't it? Yeah. They're going to be able to find some algorithm that finds out how much your mother hates you. <laughs> Imagine having that kind of cannon fodder in high school against a kid that you really didn't like. <laughs> your parents actually wished you were dead. <laughs> yeah, for 18 months. <laughs> Not even, like, the first year was tough. It was like, no, a year and a half in, yeah. and we're like, fuck this kid. <laughs> we'd, we'd be better off without it. <laughs> Fucking brutal. <laughs> <laughs> because, we're, yeah, because when you're a kid, what, like, at the very least, you have you have your parents, or you should have your parents. Yeah, in least. some form. Yeah. Of support. Yeah. But just, it's just like a, a newborn baby, with the pe- both parents looking in with... Ugh! <laughs> not gonna you're gonna grow up with this sadness just inside your entire being. Yeah. <laughs> so I find that funny. It's but it's it's just horrific. Yeah. It's so horrific that I have to laugh. Yeah. Yeah. No, that makes sense. Oh, that's, that's weird. <laughs> but, but yeah. Um, other than that, I've, I think we we're talking earlier about getting older. I don't know whether it's just me. But Twitter has started to depress me. Right. Because the notif- because I don't really um, tweet as much, 
Ah, there we go. Check, check. Yep, yep. Yeah. Can you hear me? <laughs> um, yeah, uh, Twitter just sends me notifications that seem like just tired end of house party conversations that you don't want to have anymore. Yeah. So it's just like this absolute silence for a whole day and then, well, you know, Dave t- said something the other day. <laughs> Are you subscribed to Dave? No, I just thought I'd tell you that, you know, you, yeah. you hadn't said anything for a while. Mike keeps and, um, telling me that Donald Trump's tweeting. It's like, I'm, I don't care. I'm not subscribed to him. Like, I'm not following him. It just yeah. tells me. It's just like, it's, it's, because you used to have to subscribe yeah. to a Twitter account and it would yeah. tell you every tweet they did. But now it's just like Twitter's just this guy hanging around who just says like, you know, there's two people that you know who both like this photo. <laughs> okay. <laughs> yeah, but you know, if they like it, you might like it, right? Yeah. Like, Leave me alone. It's just a chicken nugget. <laughs> <laughs> Plus, one of their accounts just disappeared yeah. after friending it. So, you know, who cares? But yeah, just this really passive-aggressive old man. Just just kind of depressed conversation from, from a bot that's <laughs> trying to make friends with you. Trying to get you to make more friends. Uh, you know, go say something nice about this picture. No. <laughs> Leave me alone. <laughs> Put a little heart next to it or something. Oh, there was there was this one thing. Did you know about did you know about amnesty boxes that police do every now and then for murder weapons? No, no, <laughs> not admittedly not specifically for murder weapons, just weapons. Right, where like to tackle knife crime, they just put a box somewhere. And it's an anonymous donation box where you can anonymously donate weapons of murder. That, like, instead of murdering someone with it, just hand it in. Because right. if you're found on the street with a, say it's a samurai sword. Yeah. Say if some, a policeman finds you with a samurai sword, like, it's suspicious and you could be charged with holding a dangerous weapon. Yeah. Well, just I'd, go I'd, hand it in at this box and everything's fine. I had, um, I think it was a period after I'd moved from, all stage back to here, mm. um, where for months I had a baseball bat in the back of my car. And it was literally just, well, I've moved a load of stuff and I just haven't taken it out of my yeah. car. And apparently that's totally illegal. <laughs> like, if I'm pulled over and they find it, they consider it a deadly weapon and I would have been charged. Yeah. Well, I carry a knife on my keys. Yeah. Like, I forget and then I go to a concert <laughs> and I'm like, <laughs> I'm carrying a nut. This could kill someone yeah, very easily. Yeah. But it's just a pen knife that it helps me out every now and then yeah. and I don't yeah. think about it. But it's like, yeah, going through like getting scanned and stuff. You're like, this is just a knife. Yeah. Don't worry. It's fine. But yeah, like you're carrying around a fucking weapon. But uh, yeah, police have these like schemes to um, just get weapons off the street, which is, it makes sense. You know, people come and hand in stuff. But I just find it funny because it's anonymous. I, I think it implies that it can't be used as, as a, it feels like you could give them the murder weapon. Yeah. For a crime, and they can't do anything about it because you handed it in anonymously, yeah, like an, an AA meeting or something, or like a conversation with a psychiatrist where you confess to a murder. They can't use it in court because of confidentiality or whatever. So I just thought it'd be really funny to commit a load of murders within arm's reach of the amnesty box. <laughs> <laughs> so just like stab a bunch of people and put the knife in the way. You, you know, got away with it. <laughs> no, but we've got CCT. It's anonymous. <laughs> is it or is it not anonymous? <laughs> but this one guy, um, I don't know whether it's a sign of the times, right? Because people are getting more politically correct and, you know, not, not as jovial as they used to be. Unemployment is apparently on the rise. Mm. Um, but Freddy Krueger handed in his glove. <laughs> <laughs> one of these amnesty boxes. <laughs> even freddy krueger you know isn't fit to work anymore (laughs) hard times it's just because people don't have dreams anymore (laughs) (laughs) all the dreams are dead (laughs) but yes someone went to the effort of making a freddy krueger glove which is a gardener's glove with swords on it (laughs) effectively like one of the most seemingly unaffected weapons I could think of, because finger strength is where all the strength is, right? Yeah. Is when, why not just hold a knife so, where you got all that grip? You could do some damage. It's like, like Edward hedge clippers. Yeah, it's just. <laughs> but and he got in trouble for assault, didn't he? 
not the actor, but like, cause like in the film, because he inadvertently started cutting people when he was trying to hug them or something. <laughs> now he's retired to Facebook. Yeah. <laughs> Freddy Scissorhands. <laughs> but yeah, yeah, I think, but the thing, the thing is, because it's because am- it's an amnesty box or it's like an anonymous box, I just feel like you could just get away with murder. Because hmm. you, you, I, I would just like to be sat in court, just being like, "Well, I didn't. I'm not confessing to it, and you've got no evidence. I mean, you've got CCTV footage of me doing it anonymously, and you, <laughs> like, the weapon with all the blood and fingerprints on it was donated, and is anonymous. So, yeah, there must be some clause well, in it to be, be like, if it's covered in blood and fingerprints, yeah, and it's suspected to be used as a weapon, then we're not gonna." Adhere to the anonymous rule. Well, you can you can anonymously hand it in, but that doesn't mean they won't test the weapon, right? Well, I don't, yeah, you'd think like maybe they... Te- but then it, if they tested it, they might discover your identity. <laughs> so therefore, it's no longer anonymous. It just feels like a really interesting theory that you could test by stabbing someone and, you know, going to court yeah. and just having that philosophical debate. But the stakes are pretty high. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you're, like, you're toying with like life in prison. Yeah, hi, it's the police. Uh, yeah, really thankful for you handing in that weapon and everything. It's helped us out a lot. Anyway, on a completely unrelated notice, you're under arrest for the death of <laughs> <laughs> murder by anonymous weapon. Yeah. <laughs> it's a whole other charge. <laughs> uh, but yeah, that's, that's pretty much everything that's happened this week. Been a long, tired week. Yeah, but. Uh... Yeah, at least that guy's nan died. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, just the urgency he had when he had to, to sign out. I better tell them before they leave. <laughs> By the way, she died six hours ago. <laughs> okay. Good job. Yeah. <laughs> um, I've had this sitting here for a few weeks and I'm not sure. I found it funny at the time. Maybe it's funny. I don't know. Um, so it can't be funnier than a mother who hates her son for eighteen months. No, no it wouldn't be that. all right, let's just finish that. <laughs> <laughs> um, so do you know Narcos? Yeah, yeah. The oh yeah, I never, yeah, yeah. I never watched it, um, but I kind of I know roughly what it's about. Yeah. Um, so there was um, they're they're doing like location scouting for the new season, and. Um, trying to find places in Mexico that are really dangerous and like perfect for like framing this gritty drama and everything that mm-hmm. they're doing like um anyway they found somewhere that's really dangerous so dangerous in fact that the scout was killed yeah. <laughs> well it's quite documentary ish i think i've watched, watched it but... i watched the first two seasons and i watched a little bit of the third season but i'm not that drawn into the third season but the first season was pretty pretty decent yeah um but yeah, it seems quite like honest, like it's telling the true tale of the progression of something. I think yeah. of these mafia people. So like, just yeah, being like, oh, this is where that um, snitch got shot for exposing the truth about them. What are you doing here? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but like he was. There's they've got no, no ideas about who's done it or anything like that. He went on his own. Like yeah. into these areas, and they found him, his body, and his car just riddled with bullets. Like, <laughs> so, like he's he's stumbled across something. Like he's just walking through the woods, and like there's someone like kneeling with a bag over their head, and someone like with a gun to them. Like, ah, <laughs> oh, shit. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, what's the emotion in this frame? Yeah. Like, <laughs> oh, I think it's terror and regret. Yeah. <laughs> oh no. <laughs> but yeah they're thinking of not doing the fourth season now because of it <laughs> which is fair enough if I guess people are getting killed for your film yeah what, exactly for your TV series is it worth dying for yeah really? if the executive producer of Carnation Street yeah. was held ransom and murdered because of where <laughs> they thought they were going to shoot the, they were expanding that on the street that they work on but it's just it's just it's it's the constant pursuing of um, of, of something real. It's like, they, they can, if they can make Star Wars in a warehouse in London, <laughs> I'm pretty sure they can film your little arid desert town 
anywhere in the fucking world. They can film other planets and lands that don't exist in New Zealand, but you had to go to Mexico. <laughs> like to a place that you knew was fucking dangerous well they've got because it's factual i think they also got to do their research and stuff like that so yeah. just reading into the um re- redacted files of the cia just being <laughs> like it's for a film yeah it's for my media studies project i'm doing a collage <laughs> war correspondents don't go to the front line i thought they did good ones <laughs> not the ones that come back <laughs> yeah. Like they, 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 they might go, but they'll be very heavily protected. They don't. They'll just, be bright blue. Yeah, like they don't just wander into the sum. Like, like holding out a microphone to passers-by, <laughs> running in between the two front lines with one of those things that checks what lighting is needed. For the shot. <laughs> All right, yeah, we need a flash. Can we have some more daylight, please? <laughs> Can we just calm down on the mustard gas? <laughs> Barry's got allergies. All right. <laughs> more machine gun fire. More machine gun fire. He's in his car. He'll be fine. Yeah. Oh, wait. Did, did you get that? Oh, he didn't get it. Can you go again? They're dead. <laughs> Let's shoot him again. <laughs> the charge is not going to have the same bravado this time. Because they're all dead. <laughs> Just people throwing people over trenches. Um, conservative guests uh, on a conservative guest on CNN stated uh, the two things I believe in are the First Amendment and boobs. <laughs> uh, CNN host Brooke Baldwin could not believe what she was hearing. Hold on. Uh, I just want to make sure I heard you correctly as a woman anchoring this show. What did you say? You believe that in the First Amendment and B-O-O-B-S um, is what she said. Yeah. Because she can't say boobs. And she can't understand somebody who believes that boobs exist. <laughs> <laughs> Hang on. You believe that boobs exist? Yeah. Uh, Clay Travis, who identifies as a Southern white conservative, clarified <laughs> that, yes, she had heard him correctly. Boobs, he said. Two things that have... <laughs> that have only never let me down in this entire country's history. The First Amendment and boobs. Those are the only two things that I believe in absolutely in this country. Um, and then he was, like, promptly cut off and thrown off the air. <laughs> but, like, he's... he's a, <laughs> he believes it, it's the First Amendment free speech. Yeah. yeah. I believe in free speech and boobs. Shut up and get off. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh. yeah, exactly. It's, there is a kind of irony I in still it. believe. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh. Uh, Baldwin ended the segment in frustration. I'm done, she said. This is done. This conversation's over. Yanking the microphones. Bye. See you later. <laughs> <laughs> What's so, like, what? I, I guess you're assuming that he, the fact that he believes in boobs means that anything a woman does is irrelevant because the boobs are what matters. Maybe that's what. <laughs> But it's a bit of a, it's a little bit of a stretch. There's a lot of assumptions going on. I don't know why you couldn't have asked, what do you mean? Yeah. <laughs> no, I'm not, people... def- not even like jumping to the guy's defense, but it no, seems like a weird it. reaction. It's, like, it's, it's a fucking, it, it's a weird argument to try and make on the news, but like, you didn't have to, you, you could have just made him look stupid. You didn't have to be yeah. all offended because truthfully, I don't think she was offended. I don't think most people would be offended. They'd find it fucking weird or funny or bizarre or something. Mm. But I don't people don't think people would be like, oh, it's absolutely outrageous. As though like, as though no other man in the country feels that way. Yeah. He didn't get in a fridge. Yeah. I mean, he didn't go that far. to <laughs> <laughs> be no fielding about the whole situation. All he said was boobs. Yeah. What? Boobs? Fuck off. <laughs> get away from like, me call him a horrific sexist pig or whatever you want but like don't, don't throw him off the air Let's... just what, just probe it a little bit further yeah just, what, what do you mean what please elaborate i yeah. don't understand and in which case if it, he either wouldn't have been prepared to answer that or yeah. was going into that for shock value in which case you fucking call him on it yeah well, that's my money. Money realization is, is my biggest frustration in the world is people being a basic bitch, which is just in the best way of phrasing it in my head. It's just they've only thought it through one iteration. Yeah. So, like you say, with that guy in that situation, he's like, "I'm going to say First Amendment and boobs, yeah. and people are going to lose their shit." Yeah. And if you just allow him to go, well, okay, please elaborate. He's like, 
um, well, yeah. boobs. Yeah. I'll say it again. Maybe that will, yeah. like, no, but right, so what, what got, are you talking about? Please yeah. elaborate. Yeah. But oh, so no, you've yeah. got nothing clever to say. So, okay, fine. Yeah. And, and again, don't be a basic bitch by just firing off and reacting predictably to something that yeah. you're only reacting to because you feel obliged. Yeah. To react to it. Because like, that's exactly what he wanted. Because now he doesn't have to elaborate on anything. He doesn't have to clarify any statements. He doesn't have to like, like uh, make clear that he has any brain in his head whatsoever. And a thousand people, thousand blokes at home be like, yeah, you tell her. But it's just, it's just stupid for the, like, for the host as well. It's just like, as well as like making, not, not make, putting him in a positive light. It's also just like, well, is this how you're going to approach every news conversation? If somebody says something that you don't like, you yeah. throw them off? Yeah. It's like, just fucking deal with your fucking problem. <laughs> Look at it. There was a fascinating interview that I watched the other day that was, um, what's what's the tennis player's name? McEnroe, John McEnroe. The one, the, the, oh, yeah, the yeah. The angry guy. Yeah, um, yeah. The women yeah, in tennis thing. He, he's, he said, and if everybody's being honest, quite rightfully so, that most, most, it was about it's like the number one tennis woman wouldn't be able to beat the number seven hundredth no, tennis man or it was, something. It wasn't, wasn't it? even that high. It was like yeah. he'd he'd it was like Serena Williams or something like that. He'd right. he'd of all the tennis players across every gender in the world, he'd place her around about one hundred seventeenth or something like that. Right. So like if every, if it was intergender and everybody competed against each other, she'd be about one hundred seventeenth, and everybody was fucking outraged because. What are you saying that 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 women aren't as good as men or anything like that? And he t- and he had to fucking justify it mm. as though we're all blind to the fact that men are genetically bigger, stronger, faster, and more explosive because that is what we are bred to do. But it's, we are like, bred to be physical beings. Even if you ignore all of that, all of the anger is based off of whose assumption is the politically correct assumption. Yeah, because the solution is. Well, then get Serena Williams to play the number five that you think is in the world, or well, the number one that you think is in exactly the world. That's exactly what he said. Why he, don't you just do that? All what he's they they were like, are you? Do you want to apologise for that? Do you want to apologise? And he just he just said, no, no, I I don't want to apologise. I want to know who you think would be who, who where you think she would place. And no. they were just like, well, not 117th. And he's like, well, that's not answering the question, is yeah. it? Where do you think she would be placed? And they just didn't. They just kept going back to it. Like, why don't you apologize? Why don't you apologize? It's like, he's he's not being ridiculous. But no, but yeah, it, 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 I think tennis is a great, is a great example. Cause like there's a the whole thing in boxing and MMA and it's like, oh, it would be horrible to do it. But like if a man plays a woman at tennis, yeah, like it's not the end of the, the no one's going to die from brain yeah, damage. Every Joe blogs on the street, there's plenty of women in the world that could kick my ass. It's not to <laughs> say that every, that, that any bloke could be the best tennis player in the world. She's 117th in the world. There are 7 <laughs> billion people on the planet. That's fucking good going. Yeah. That's Really but yeah, but it's, it's the assumption is, oh, you assume that a woman is worse than a man. Yeah. It's like, well, yeah, he is in this context. He's not assuming. He's a tennis professional. Yeah. He's looked at all these tennis players and been like, oh, I'd, I'd say that she's better than this person, but not as good as this person. Yeah. And you're angry about the assumption that you're assuming that he's making. Yeah. And then trying to get him to change his assumption. Yeah. It's like, why not just... The thing is, I think people would just rather be angry than be satisfied. Yeah. So, like, if they're angry about something, they're not interested in dealing with that anger. Because the way I've phrased it for myself is, I've only, because I've been, I'm a very angry person. Like, I still think if I was, if the right song came on at a dark time, like if somebody started mugging me and the right song came on, Mm. I'd kill him. (laughs) (laughs) Just, I'm just, there is a psychopath inside me that only needs a few little switches flicked. It's like, okay, he's killed the guy. Or if I saw someone punch a loved one. Yeah. I just, I, I'm, I'm Dexter. I would, I, there's the part of me that fully believes I wouldn't remember what happened and I'd wake up covered in blood. <laughs> so, so because of my anger, I've always, I've always been interested in exploring it. And the thing is, I've only ever been angry about something that I didn't understand. And as soon as you understand it, I don't under, I can't understand how people can be angry about it. Yeah. Like this thing with Uber recently, right? Um, Uber's license hasn't been renewed in London. Yeah. Um, and people are outraged. And I've, it's one of those things where, and I've seen comedians do material on it. 
And I'm just like, I, yeah, I would, it would be impossible for me to, I cannot fathomly write anything about this because I understand the situ, the way that, the way that I understand the situation is that potentially these people are breaking the law and the law will not let them operate while they're breaking the law. Yeah. So if they are proven to not be breaking the law, they'll be given their license back. I can, I can perfectly understand why people are angry because Transport is about to cost them a hell of a lot more if it doesn't get fixed. Yeah, but, but, the, the, but all that means is that they, that they, they, they feel they, like, oh, I'll, mean they should I'd rather angry. pay less for child abductors to, to, to drive me to But work. that's just it. It doesn't mean that they should, they should, I think the anger's misdirected. Yeah. They're angry at the Transport Commission when the Transport Commission's just doing their job. But then, uh, but then with that, I see they're just angry at the, they're not angry at the thing they think they're angry about. Yeah. If you're angry at transport because you can't afford that transport, you're angry because you can't afford the transport that you want. Yeah. So as soon as you understand, like, well, I was paying for these people, but these people are abducting children and taking them to the woods. Mm. Like, I don't want to fund that anymore. Maybe yeah. you do want to fund that and you'd be happier doing that than just recognize that about yourself and move forward. It's, but if it's the people, are, oh, it's a conspiracy. It's the government are trying to take out big business and make people use public transport and black cabs and private cabs and Uber's just this, like, it's the scapegoat for this. And it's like, it's, it's, you're, just... it's all based on assumptions. All yeah. of it. And it's all based on assumptions because it happened a week ago and not all the data's out yet. Yeah, no. So people are more interested in being angry. And what I've described before is like there's vomiting emotion. Yeah. Like they want any cue just to go, Aah! instead of actually being like, what am I angry about? And how, what can I do to solve this there's situation? A, there's, a, there's a very solid set of rules that you have to, that you have to adhere to if you want to be part of the transport commission, if you want to be legally transporting people around the city, yeah. around the country, around whatever. If you don't obey those rules, you don't get to do it. Yeah, but but it's, it's just the oh, but you know, it's a conspiracy, and you know, they're, they're not releasing all the information. It's like they released well, then, the only bit. Of well, information then get that, more information. They released the only bit of information that mattered, which was we're not we're not renewing this contract with Uber because they're not submitting their security checks in the way that everybody else does. The drivers yeah. have to do it on an individual basis if you're part of Uber. Whereas if you're a black cab, you sub- the, 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 the commission that you're a part of does it for you. So basically, Uber are not taking any responsibility in doing background checks on their, um, mm. on, on, on their drivers. They say you have to do it, but it's the driver that has to do it and approach the commission and do all of that. Whereas the commission says, no, the company has to do it. That's literally all it is. <laughs> and if Uber will do it for the commission, then they'll be reinstated. But nobody's fucking paid any attention to that. It's all, like you said, it's, it's just conspiracy theory and reactionary. Yeah. And, and how can you do this to us? How can you take this great thing from us? It's like, no, like, just get them to do this and we'll, we'll put it back. <laughs> but I, I think the analogy I used ages ago was if you wake up and your house is on fire, there are some people who will complain about the house being on fire before they get out of the house. <laughs> yeah. It's yeah. just your house is on fire. Just oh, deal just, with it. Just painted that. <laughs> it's just people avoiding dealing with a situation because it's easier and more and more socially supportive you're going to get more social support if you say oh typical house on fire again oh sandra is your house on fire again that bloody house and oh yeah you know dave's house down the street caught fire the other day yeah and it's just like no just fucking put the house fire out please Like, it, it's just people just love to complain more than they love to solve their problems. Yeah. And I, I just, I just, I just can't relate to it. And it's so, I, I think it's, I'm missing out on so much material because I feel like I'm just, a, not even that I'm more grounded. I just, I'm just not as angry about meaningless things. Yeah. And I am. <laughs> my version of, I'll be angry about things that no one else will understand, but I'll also be, a re, I'm also a bit more realistic. In terms of like, well, no, just your house is on fire. Just, I'll help you put the fire out if you want. <laughs> no, no, no. It's the government's fault. The government was doing like, I don't care whose fault you think it is. Your house is on fire. Just fucking put it out. No, but yeah, but I'll get someone else to do. Like, yeah, I used to know people who, a guy who was a plumber for the government, his wife, they lived together, their sink broke and they were way complaining about the government not coming to fix it. It's like, you're the guy <laughs> who's going to come to fix. Don't, well, don't complain. Just take out some overtime and fix your sink. Like, but there've been in, there've been instances where we've stayed in hotel rooms before and, and stuff like that. And there's been something wrong with the toilet 
or mm. like it hasn't flushed properly, or the bowl's not filling up, or whatever. So like you call down and be like, "Can someone come fix the toilet, please?" And like, "Oh well, there's no one in maintenance on at, at the minute. We'll be round with you in a few hours as soon as we can." Like, okay, no problem. Like mm. because that's just how it is. Some people just aren't on shift all the time. But if there's something I can do, I go and do it. I know yeah. how to take a cistern off and how to fill it full of water. If that's literally all that needs doing, I'll fucking do it. But if care. you have some fire, you can get out the house. <laughs> it's that's the amount of effort that people just don't want to take. Yeah. Like, just, no, just, I'd like to, I'd like to be a singer. Would you like to write your own songs? No, I'll just go on X Factor. <laughs> like, how, yeah, but what do you do? You just sing someone else's yeah. song in a slightly different way. Yeah. And you get your friends to text and you, you, you release a Christmas album. Yeah. <laughs> okay. If that's what you want to do. And yeah, it's just, it's people taking the, the shortest route to gain some kind of support. Yeah. And people are so averse to sorting their own lives out. Yeah. Because it's gotten yeah. easier and easier just to not to have horrible, not even have horrible lives, but just to not take responsibility for your own life and just complain and be happy enough just complaining about everything. Yeah. And people, other people agreeing with your complaints because you've got a like about it on Facebook and, and whatever. I just, I just, I've just got, I've got no connection with it. Like, can you believe Uber? It's like, well, it'll be sorted out soon. Yeah. So like, yeah, but you know, uh, what's next? Well, Hopefully, less more more background checks will be done. Yeah, I mean, I'm, if you say something ridiculous like you don't want people to, you don't want these taxi company to be forced to do background checks. Yeah, then I'll happily entertain that idea because I'm not saying that they have to do this or they have to do that. I'm saying this is the current ruling. If you disagree with it, try and change the ruling. Yeah, but just bear in mind that you, you know, a taxi company is you're, you're literally texting a stranger with your personal details. The fact that you're alone, they could be picking up from the woods. It's just, do you want that person to have a background check? Yeah. So yeah, I would. Like, well, if they didn't, I wouldn't use them. And the, oh yeah, but then people should have the option to do that. Like, okay, if that's what you want, then deal with it and do that. Like, no, 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 no. They're just you know, fucking Sadiq Khan and TFL is trying to control the world. Aliens are trying to mind control and all that kind of stuff. But yeah, people just not wanting to take responsibility or deal with the fucking situation that they're in. I just, yeah. I got no, simp- I got no, I've got no interest in it. <laughs> yeah. If somebody is angry that the sky is blue, I'm just like, well, you do you know why it's blue? Yeah. Okay. Well then, you know, don't be angry. Just fucking enjoy it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> don't be. I don't. It's misplaced anger. That's my whole thing. There's a, there are good ways to use anger. Yeah. And there are really decent ways for you to channel something negative into something positive. Yeah. Don't just throw it out into the ether and just let it waste. But yeah. don't understand it. Okay. It's probably something. In... <laughs> I'm editing. I wouldn't worry about it. Okay. <laughs> I'll find some. For more episodes, the second they leave our disgusting workstations, head over to www.pullingteeth.audio and remember to subscribe on iTunes, Stitcher or TuneIn, maybe all three. Ratings and comments would be nice as well. If you've got any questions or comments, find us on Twitter at PullingTeethPod. For anything more extensive or of a private or personal nature, or if you've got some kind of moral objection to social media, you can drop us an email at podcast at pullingteeth.audio. For more from me, head to stevemilligan.net and find us both on Twitter at singitsteve and at nicksnip. This has been Pulling Teeth. See you next week. <laughs>